Why would I make them so uncomfortable? It probably has to do with your reputation. They feel your methods, your theories are... Spooky? Do you think I'm spooky? His face was so blank and expressionless. He didn't even seem human. I'm not turning my back on anyone! Have you ever found a metal implant in your body? Have you checked everywhere? Mulder, you have to understand! Put it down! You put it down first! Scully! This is this is this is an American episode, Tom. <laughs> That's what it is. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fox Mulder is a maniac. Woo! I am one of your hosts, David Bell. I am a second of your hosts, Tom Ryman. And this is a free episode for everyone to yeah. celebrate. I don't know the country. I guess, yeah. unless you're yeah. not. I mean, I mean. I th- <laughs> I don't think anybody's celebrating the country right now. No, no, no. I mean, this if you is... want to celebrate hot dogs and chips and beer, then that's yeah. fine. <laughs> and baseball. And baseball. Yeah, we bring up baseball because, folks, uh, well, first of all, if you don't know this show, this is a show where we have been going through every episode of The X-Files through mm-hmm. the lens of determining just how absolutely batshit Agent Mulder really is. Yes. Because uh, it turns out that you know he probably shouldn't be an fbi agent no he shouldn't he shouldn't be allowed to drive a car he shouldn't be really allowed to leave the house after yeah. like 6 p.m mm-hmm. someone and, e- should, and even and even then he should have he a should, chaperone during the day he should be kept on rollers under a bed just kept under the bed yep nice and cozy yeah and safe uh mm-hmm. Yeah, so w- guys, we're 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 in season four now. Mm-hmm. Specifically, we're in season four, episode two, yes. which is uh, known as the episode "Home." Mm-hmm. Now, if you know anything about the X Files, yes, <laughs> you you would already know why we made this a free episode because this is a very unique episode. It is the only episode of the X Files that the network refused to ever air again yep it only Uh, aired one time yep it's the first x-files episode to have a tv ma rating uh it got uh, it shocked a lot of people uh it opens with the murder of a baby yes it is uh like a real ghastly home birth followed by three men just burying the baby in the backyard yes this is about the peacock family it's a uh, incest family in in the backwoods of America. Mm-hmm. It's in home Pennsylvania. Yeah, apparently. Uh, and it's uh, boy, it's something. <laughs> this is a this is a toughie. Uh, there's the scene uh, where the sheriff gets beaten to death. Yes, and then his wife is hiding under the bed, watching him get beaten to death, mm-hmm. and then they beat her to death. Is fucking gut-wrenching yeah uh, and it's while the johnny mathis song wonderful wonderful is playing <laughs> yes and while i don't have the our our holy text in front of me yet it's 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 having some trouble getting here mm-hmm. that's too bad yeah that's a shame on on the wikipedia for this uh that isn't actually johnny mathis johnny mathis refused to have his song in this episode that's interesting he read the script and he was like absolutely not uh so they had a sound alike sing a cover oh that's funny yeah 
Uh, it was originally supposed to be David Nutter, the producer, was going to do the song because I guess he has a background as a singer. And then they found someone who sounded like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is actually uh, there's some there's some interesting behind the scenes. Um, for example, uh, writers Glenn Morgan and James Wong. You'd know James Wong from uh, Final Destination. Uh, he directed that. And he did a lot of X-Files. Uh, this They had actually left for season two of the X-Files. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. And they went and did a... Uh, they developed the show Space Above and Beyond. Oh, which I was, remember that goddamn show. Yeah, canceled after one season. And so this was their return. And they were like, we're going we're gonna to do something memorable. And boy, did they. Uh, so they, they made this episode... Um, yeah, it upset a lot of people. The actor who played the sheriff was mm-hmm. uh, found the episode. What's his name? Tucker Smallwood. Yeah, he said it was very. He he, he was uh, he was very disturbed by it, and he asked the cast members like, "Is the series always this violent?" Because he didn't know anything about the X Files, and the crew <laughs> was like, "No, this is awful. Even for us, this is bad. Like this is very bad." Mm-hmm. Um, he performed his own stunts for his death scene. Sure. Uh, until he hit his head <laughs> and then he stopped doing that <laughs> but yeah this is my god this episode is oh oh and a final fact about this episode that i really like mm-hmm. reading the wikipedia um man i i can't wait to, for us to get our book yeah man uh, i hate this wikipedia shit but david duchovny said it was one of his favorite episodes and he huh. said it didn't really scare me and specified that he thought the episode touched him with its themes concerning the desire to live and propagate. Uh, so take from that what you will. <laughs> that what the Duchovny hell was, are you talking about, David Duchovny? Duchovny was touched by the episode about how people like to bone, which checks out. That is an issue that is extremely important to him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh I remember first watching. Did you see this episode when it first aired? I did not. It was something. I remember I being I didn't like, see Holy this episode shit. until years later. Yeah. The, but, uh, I, I mean, yeah, you had, you had to see it the, the day it aired. So, I mean, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This, it's been compared to like Toby Hooper meets um, uh, uh, David Lynch. It's which, very Texas Chainsaw, The Hills Have Eyes. Yes, it was di- it was directly inspired by it, of course. Yeah. Um, but Mulder and Scully in this, and I will get to it more in Mulder After Dark. I feel like it should be Mulder and Scully After Dark for that section, because I think they were making a point with their behavior in this episode. Well, yeah, maybe uh, let's we'll talk about that. Okay. Well, let's. Uh, I guess shall we get into it? Yeah, man. Shall we start with World's Luckiest Detective? I suppose, since that's how we've started every other episode, mm-hmm. um, we might yeah. as well keep it going. That's true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just, uh, we, we talk about how incredibly lucky Mulder is as a detective. He's uh, often, the, the case falls into his lap. Mm-hmm. Or he trips uh, ass first into just like a mountain of evidence. Yeah. He'll oh, say look something. Look at this Come look, I found the case. He'll say, he'll say something that's outlandish as hell. And it turns out to be 100% correct. Yeah. In this case, they get a call about a dead baby because uh, the kids are playing baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they dig up the dead baby and the people responsible 
are literally right next door staring at them. Yeah, they're just staring at them the whole time while they're digging up this dead child. Yep. They're just like one of them waves, you know, like, hey, you found our baby. It's our baby. Could you put that back? Yeah. We put that there for a reason. (laughs) Um, Oh, one real fucked up thing about the censorship of this episode, because obviously they had some back and forth with the network. Yeah. The scene where they bury the baby alive. Yeah. uh, It originally was like crying in that scene. Mm hmm. And they, the network was like, no. So they made it make sounds that it was sick. Yeah. Still alive, but sick. And they were like, that's fine. Burying a healthy <laughs> baby alive. Now that's fucked up. But a sick baby, that's fine. Yeah. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. That uh, is pretty wild. That's yeah. A, that is a weird distinction to make. Yeah. They're like, well, the baby's sick. So, you know. Yeah, well, so, you know. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's... <laughs> It's fucking weird. Networks yeah, are... That's a, that's a weird note. Censorship is a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do... They... So Scully does like a kind of jackbooted autopsy on the baby in like the sheriff's office bathroom. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of small town stuff in this where it's like, well, they don't... They don't they, she can't examine the baby in a, in a, a bigger room because he doesn't want people to walk in. Yeah, it's the it's the whole point. The, the sheriff's named Andy Taylor from the Andy Griffith show. Yeah, uh, the Johnny Mathis song, the old car. It's a it's about it's May- yeah. They it say actually Mayberry. Is, yeah, it actually is a a good episode for this weekend. Uh, the sheriff lives on Sweet Gum Road. Yeah, uh, it's supposed to be like American small town bullshit. Yes. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. Okay. So they, they, they end up doing Scully in particular, uh, doing a lot of mental gymnastics to justify why the FBI should be there. Yes. Um, they make a whole lot of assumptions, um, about the baby that turn out to not be true actually. Yeah. Um, like they, like the, she, she basically, she examines the baby and notices that it has multiple birth defects. Um, and that, uh, as far as anyone knows, it's just the three brothers living in the house. So that means like Scully's like, well, uh, uh, somebody gave birth to this child and it wasn't the th- any of the three brothers. So there's the, they obviously have a, a, a woman or one of, one of them impregnated a woman at some point we have to find out where that woman is because maybe she's kidnapped. Right. And Baldur's like, okay, well, kidnapping's an FBI case, so I guess we can still investigate it. That's like a huge leap. Well, I was going to save this for Mulder After Dark, but the reason they even get the case is fucking wild. Yeah. Because it's, it's, he says the detective described the victim and the FBI sent Agent Mulder and Scully. And so he just described like a baby with birth defects. And they're like, oh, I know who to give that to. Yeah, let's give that to, let's give that to the most uh sensitive and insightful agent we have when it comes yeah. to uh physical ailments and deformities yeah. agent Mulder. The, the guy who definitely won't conclude that it's an alien right or some kind of literal monster yeah uh yeah they're they're i think they do a thing where like they they after the the sheriff dies is killed they it's clearly not a case for them but at that point they just seem like interested like they're on vacation kind of yeah yeah they're like well let's go uh let's go uh shoot up this uh this redneck family well yeah this, yeah that's the the yeah i mean that i guess that's Mulder after dark oh yeah <laughs> but, for sure 
but there's again, like, Mulder and Scully after dark. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There's there's a big oversight there as, in, in terms of yeah, yeah. In terms of luck, like there's not much investigation in this, which is also what I would I would talk about in Fireball Offenses is like they sort of just draw conclusions and then they happen to be right. Right, like sort of it's right. it's super lucky that the brothers just decided since um, people were poking around about the the dead baby that they just buried it's 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 extremely lucky that they just decided to go murder the sheriff yes because <laughs> it's like well they clearly did it then i mean that's because they yeah. could have just not done anything yeah and then there would have been nothing they could have done yeah yeah uh yeah they all they they, they make a lot of mistakes if you're gonna bury a baby uh go go far away from your house right yeah, like that's just or, common sense. Or just or bury it in the house. <laughs> like, or bury it in the house. Especially yeah. if, if you're like a family. They say that the sheriff says that the family has been living there since the Civil War. Which is weird because it's in Pennsylvania and, she, and the mom says something about the war of northern aggression. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing in Pennsylvania? <laughs> it is very strange. Um, so they've been living there for like 130 years. Um, so the episode takes place in 96, uh, and they've just been inbreeding for two or three generations. Right. Um, they don't have lights. They don't have running water. Like they don't, I'm sure none of them have social security numbers. Like, yeah. so yeah, just nobody's coming in that house. So just like if just, you know, bury the baby in the house, man. Like yeah, they don't or, even, they don't even I, bother to clean up. Yeah. I was, here's, here's That's a, another a suggestion. Lucky thing, but yeah. Bury it on your property they yes. don't even bury it on their property they go over the fence to where the baseball game is happening and they bury the baby there like it's uh it's weird that they slip up considering that they've been doing this for so long right they've been in they've been completely insular for so long it's like you're telling like you tell me they wouldn't just feed like they have a bunch of big pigs they wouldn't yeah, just give the baby to the pigs baby? There's so many ways to dispose of a baby's body. Uh, it's, uh... But also, it's, it's, it's related to that. It's lucky that they didn't bother to clean anything up after the mother yeah. gives birth. Well, they don't give a fuck, it seems. That's I know, but it's like it's, it, gives, it gives them probable cause to go into the house, which we, yes. have, to, we have to talk about that in Mulder After Dark. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, this is, a, this is some real true detective shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, they're just... They're just waiting to be fucking arrested. These these guys. Yeah, there's some real king and yellow shit. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a mess. Uh, yeah, I I I say the biggest way they lucked out is just the 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 means in which the baby is uh, buried is ridiculous. Yeah, he they bury it. They somewhere bury people it. can find it. <laughs> right, and apparently and also under... right next to their property. Yeah. And also, they they bury it under maybe six inches of soil. Yeah, which is funny because we see one of the brothers digging a big ass hole in the beginning, yeah. and then like a kid just uncovers it accidentally playing baseball. Yeah, they, <coughs> they really set that up too. Yeah, <laughs> <coughs> when he's like stomping. Yeah, he's like stomping, and you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. Um, but that's it for World's Likeest Detective for me. Yeah, I didn't you? have anything else apart from. I guess it's pretty lucky they didn't <laughs> join Deputy Barney to go into the front door. Oh my god! <laughs> well, let's talk. Let's talk about this in okay. uh, in the next segment. Okay. You know what time it is? Yeah, man. Dim, dim the lights. Put on your Johnny Mathis sound alike record. 
slide under the bed. Slide under the bed on a little uh, a little on pallet a little cart. Yeah, a little a little rolling pallet. Let's uh, let's 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 glide on into Mulder After Dark. Oh. Slide on into home. Oh. Um, let's talk about let's talk about Mulder's uh, behavior at the dead baby grave. Yes, the f- <laughs> this happens in a couple of different scenes, um, but this is like the most egregious example of it is when they it's we have the cold open, which is them burying the baby, and then it's the kids playing baseball after the opening credits, and they find the baby, right. and then it cuts to Mulder and Scully. Uh, investigating the crime scene and Mulder is just Scully's listing off uh, all different facts they know about the case and and what could have possibly happened and and all you know investigative stuff Mulder is just playing with a baseball he is completely his blank ass face he is not responding to anything she's saying (laughs) smelling the baseball that was found by a dead baby he shoves it in Scully's face, and he's like, "Smell that! Smell that, Scully!" And it's like, perfume. I, if I were Scully, I would mace him right there. And then. <laughs> what does he say? It's eau de. What does he say? It's perfume. Oh, yeah, it's perfume, and then he calls it eau de, eau de oh. game, eau de. I forget what he says, but he's he's just saying it. It smells like baseball. Yeah. Essentially, he's he starts getting all nostalgic about playing baseball as a kid and how he wants to. Rich, right. uh, he, he'd like to have a home if he decided to start a family and have a home it, he would want it to be in a small town like this so he doesn't listen to a thing she's saying about the case and is While just he's, he's practicing he, different pitches like, yeah and he's standing on the grave of a dead baby <laughs> right he's doing all of this like two feet away from where they just dug up a dead baby <laughs> yeah um also the grave fact, of an infant in the revival Mulder does move to the country so that's something yeah, that checks out. He legit is a country boy. I like that he says he used to play pickup games on the vineyard. Yeah. You fucking wasp molder. <laughs> Jesus pick up fucking games Christ. At Martha's vineyard? On the vineyard. On the vineyard. Get fucking the fuck Christ out of Mulder. here. Um, yeah, it's, it's just he's so incredibly insensitive to the situation yep. and just enamored just, with baseball. Just sitting there practicing his like sliders and shit. Yeah. Oh, Scully's like, hey, Mulder, this this space is still rank with the scent of dead infant. Uh, yeah. Could you maybe put the baseball down? At any point, we could like the mother could show up. It could be like this. Mm. The, the the press might show up, and like the the picture will be like the open grave and Mulder and in Mulder, like a pitching just, position. Yeah, just fucking playing with a baseball like a <laughs> fucking twelve year old boy. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? It's fucking wild. There's a uh, there's like, I think it's only one other scene, but it's while Scully is on the phone with the sheriff uh, talking about the, you know, different cars they're gonna look for, like any abandoned cars, because it could mean it could indicate that somebody's been kidnapped, um, right. and some and some other they're, they're they're talking about the case and about different reports they're gonna get sent from like the uh, federal crime lab because they don't have a crime lab in home Pennsylvania. Uh, and Mulder is just the entire scene where she's on the phone with the sheriff having like an adult professional conversation about the investigation. Mulder is just fucking beating the shit out of a TV trying oh, yeah. to get the uh, antenna to work so he can watch the Knicks game. Yeah. <laughs> He's in rare form. He's a fucking alien in this yeah, episode. There's two different scenes where like really serious shit is going on and yeah. he's just fucking playing around with something. 
<laughs> one of the one of, one of I thought was the wildest exchanges is Scully. Uh, like she talks about the mother who gave birth, mm-hmm. and she talks about how hard it must have been. And then Mulder says something like, "No, it wasn't." She threw it out, and it's like, "Okay, sure." And then Scully sits down and says, "I guess I was just projecting on myself." And Mulder replies with, "Why?" Is there a history of genetic abnormalities in your family? And it's like, <laughs> what a way to make fucking conversation, Mulder. It's, he, every line of line. dialogue he has in this episode is feels like it's being just laconically read from like a textbook. Like everything yeah. he says is crazy. Yeah. Well, later in that same conversation, she has to explain to Mulder because it seems like he's not convinced why they may had the baby she has to convince him she said she she has to convince him that people like to fuck like she's saying to him we all have a natural instinct to propagate and Mulder kind of jokingly says do we but like she she has to like pitch to him the idea that these brothers are fucking to just have a baby mm-hmm. and like he he doesn't seem to buy it at first well and then he has a weird it's not that weird but it's well, it's not it's not that weird from like a morality standpoint, but it's a, it's it's an incredibly wild thing for a law enforcement uh, officer to say is that he's 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 really reticent to continue investigating the case, and it gets to the point where he just says, "Scully, this is a tragedy." Some right, some uh, poor mother who, for all we know, might have been very young and very scared. They have this. Uh, terribly uh, disabled baby who is in all likelihood not going to live for very long. Right. Um, so they they just panic and they bury it. Um, and he's like, "What's why we don't?" He's basically arguing that the case itself is like enough of a, I guess, punishment for the mother. He's like sort of arguing, "We well, we don't let's not investigate this because uh, it's already a tragedy. This person." had to make a very, very, very difficult choice. So why should we should just not pursue it? Which I understand to a point from a morality standpoint, but also a person buried a baby alive. Right, so, yeah, there's still so a case there. And you're an FBI agent. So you kind of still, like it's your responsibility to investigate it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mulder's just like, let's give up. Scully, let's just give up. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny that they that he does begin from a point of view, and that's ultimately how he's convinced of, of like, it's something they rarely do, because it's a question you and I ask a lot on this podcast, Yeah, is why is the FBI involved here? Well, Mulder has to justify it later, and this is my funniest, I think this funniest part, and like, my overall observation about the Peacocks and Mulder is that when the cop dies... The, the second cop. He and gets booby trapped. He gets his head chopped off by an axe. Yeah. Uh, Scully walks up and she says the cu- he died and they moved on him like a pack of animals. Mulder doesn't react to him dying. Instead, he says this and I'll quote the whole thing. Well, yep. <laughs> he says they're looking off and like they're just they're just staring off at the house. And he says the eldest will move in to assure the prey has been killed Encircling the prey is a signal to the others that it's safe to approach. What we're witnessing, Scully, is undiluted animal behavior, mankind absent its own creation of civilization, technology and information regressed to an almost prehistoric state 
obeying only the often savage laws of nature. Then there's a pause. Scully says nothing. So Mulder continues. We're outsiders invading the den, trying to take away their one chance of reproducing, which we're going to do. Alternate theory, Mulder. They're meth heads. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why can't they just be on meth? (laughs) Well, because we know they're not. Like, we know they've lived there for uh, over a century. They could just be meth heads. It's just very funny that Mulder... Right. Well, it's, it's funny that like, it's a guy they were talking to not 30 seconds before just got his head chopped off by a booby trap and his body's right. being torn apart by these guys. And Mulder recites a, a wildlife special he saw on TV the night <laughs> yeah. before. He is full of poetry. <laughs> uh, and there's a man, yeah, being torn apart that they knew... We'll get we'll get into their relationship with the dead cops because they do not care about the lives of cops in this. <laughs> they sure do. They couldn't give a shit. Like they should um, have called the state police. Like the yeah. you know, like because Barney's the only cop in the town, and it's like the sheriff just got murdered while you were trying to serve a warrant. It's time to call the state police. Like, yeah. What are we doing here? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. They don't care when. All right, uh, we'll talk about it now because. Uh, well first of all again i can't stress enough that the peacocks could just be a methed out family they just could be like a weird meth family and Mulder has put so much poetry on them right i mean it doesn't it's not saying yeah it's it's, like they're like animals and it's like right "Eh." right right right. it's not like excusing the fact that they're you know that they buried a kid and and murdered the sheriff but it's like yeah Mulder's like talking about them that like they're like 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 a rediscovery like you know like the yeah. cola the cola canth or whatever yeah he <laughs> like, talks they're, about, like these... they're cavemen and stuff and <laughs> right it's like... like they're the like they're the the half human creatures from the descent or something and it's yeah. like or they could just be on shitloads of meth Mulder. yeah they could just be like fucking maniacs uh <laughs> like you Mulder. um so <clears throat> um Two cops die in horrible ways in this episode. Within 12 Mul- hours of each other. Yeah, Mulder and Scully do not give a fuck. No. Uh, the first, and I think this is the point of the episode. Uh, the overall point, or, uh, the Lynchian aspect, I would say, about this episode mm-hmm. is I think the point that they're trying to make is that we're watching something that's absolutely horrific. Texas Chainsaw Massacre style family. And the whole episode, Mulder and Scully are just like, yeah, whatever. Like, they do not give a shit. When they're given bulletproof vests, they think they're lame. Yeah, they're like, is there a reason we're wearing this? And yeah. like, and Barney is like, well, I've seen them shoot muskets, so like, they they might have guns. Right, and they're <laughs> like, just like, a fine mom. Um, the sheriff gets beaten to death, and his wife. And then yeah. we see Mulder and Scully seeing them, and Scully doesn't even look at them. She just lo- looks on a fi- at a file, mm-hmm. and and Mulder just sort of describes the bodies and goes, "They really want cavemen on them," uh, yeah. and then they just move on. Yep, they don't give a shit. They're sociopaths. In this. I think it's part of you know the the, the Mayberry small town thing, um, and then at one point the sheriff says like, "I just give him one last look before everything changes," and it's. I think it represents two things. I think it's Mulder and Scully coming in, obviously, is like the uh, quote-unquote real world intruding in on Mayberry, where it's like, well, right. for where we come from in, in the wider world, you can't just leave your doors unlocked, and you know everything isn't hunky-dory, and then there's... Right, there's, and there's, they've, they've seen it all. Yeah, there's bad spots, but also it's it's interior, because like Mayberry is a fantasy, um, right. and like there's two kinds of... 
of uh, it's, it's archetypal or stereotypical sort of country villages. Mayberry and fucking Texas Chainsaw. Right. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah. So they, it's like, yeah, it, it's, I, th- I think that's part of the oh, meaning yeah. of the episode for sure. And just the, yeah, Mulder and Scully coming in as desensitized city mm-hmm. folk. Yep. Uh, and they do it by showing us something that we, the viewer, would find horrific. Yeah. Uh, and that's how they, it's so effective, how mm. little Mulder and Scully give a shit. They really are so unfazed. He's fucking yeah. playing with a baseball on a yeah, child's they've seen, grave. <laughs> they've seen so many child's graves at this point that they're yeah. like, uh-huh. Yeah, whatever. Another dead yeah, kid. It's okay. another baby grave. Uh, Scully, it's another dead baby. Are there any, I mean, that's uh, the whole point. They're fetishizing or Mulder is small town life. Yeah. While this horrific shit is happening. Does it have fangs or a tail? Uh, no. I don't care. Uh, then I'm going back <laughs> to these. I'm, I'm going to go watch the next game. Let me know when somebody else gets murdered. So uh, back into Mulder, he suggests that the Peacock boys are all the father of the child. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a hell of a guess. Scully's like, what? Yeah. Well, there's something about like the 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 lab work on the on the infant. It's yeah. like something about its genes is is not possible. So like Mulder suggests, well, I want to fall three of them on the father, and she's like, Mulder, that is impossible. That yeah. cannot happen. And he's like, well, it's already been so mutated. Why not doing just mutating even more? <laughs> it's like Mulder, if we're not. This is an X Men. Like, what are you? What the fuck are you talking about, Mulder? <laughs> it's impossible for multiple. Like, yeah, it, it's impossible. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but he just throws it out there because he doesn't give a fuck. Like, yeah, I don't. And well, they don't. The episode doesn't ever confirm it. It's just something fucking no. wild he says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he might as well be saying, "What if it was a stork?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's and it's just out, as outlandish. What if the father was a crocodile? Yeah. Uh, he also later shoves a pig and says, Scully, would you think less of me as a man if I told you I was kind of excited right now? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Is he is rock he, hard over pigs? Is, is it the mud? Is he, is he looking at the pig's ass and he's, uh, he's aroused? And then is he excited that he gets to like murder this family of rednecks? Right. Is he like charged up on the, the, uh, he's about to shoot some people or... And also, th- Scully, immediately after he says that, doesn't respond directly to that. She starts quoting Babe to try to get yes. the pigs to move. Again, and I think this was the And a the man whole just point. got his head cut off. Yeah, again, it's the whole point of the episode. <laughs> they're, they're joking about Babe while shoving pigs out to distract a family of incest killers who just chopped the head off of a, a, a police officer. Yeah. They're just having a fun day. Yeah, they're just like having a fun day in the country. Yeah, they really are. It's really weird. And when they go into the back door, they hit another booby trap that like throws a spear into the door. And the Mulder looks like offended (laughs) by the booby trap. Like he gets this weird look on his face like, wow, come this is bullshit. And he like looks behind him where like the three brothers are and he has the same stink eye on his face. Yeah. He's just really offended by the booby trap. And then they walk into the house and just scream out. Yeah. Well, because like, they're, they're still that. assuming at this point that yeah, they have a kidnapped a person. But it's actually, I love- we still, we haven't actually revealed who it is. 
Oh yeah, it's Mrs. Peacock. The yeah, the woman it's... giving birth is the mother of the men, and she is a she has no arms and no legs she's a from a car accident uh, or quadriplegic. I'm sorry. Yeah, and she's she's hidden under their bed, and she's running the show. Is the reveal? Yeah, is that she's not the victim. She's she's the one running this family, hiding under a bed. The moment where they reveal it, they they take her from under the bed. She screams at them like, no, get away, get away. They both kind of stare at her and then they let her roll herself back under the bed. <laughs> and then they just walk away and they're like, okay. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's very, it's this, this moment where they're like, fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, but Scully does point out, it's like, well, if she's not being held here against right. her will, we can't really remove her. It would have been amazing if they just like quietly left, got in their car and drove out of the <laughs> just state. drove away. Yeah. <laughs> never saying a word, just drove out. Yeah, the, uh... It's like, never mind. Both the, all of the cops in home Pennsylvania are dead. <laughs> so yeah. Just going to leave. Just going to leave. Um, Take this as a loss. Yeah, earlier there was a, th- a thing I wanted to point out that we got past. Um, okay. The first time they go to the house um, and they see like the bloody scissors and the blood on the floor and stuff. Um, they walk up to the house, they knock, they look around through the screen some, and then Mulder goes to just open the door. <laughs> I was going to lay, I was going to say this for fireball offenses, but go on. Well, that's Mulder after dark. <laughs> yeah, that is Mulder We after always dark, bring up right. the fact that he will just, he will just walk into people's houses without She's, permission like without permission without a warrant when in sometimes when people specifically tell him no i don't want to talk to you he will just push his way inside yep she says something like we don't have probable cause and Mulder listens yeah she says there's no probable cause and it was like when has that ever stopped Mulder? right he just put, he's like a dog he just yeah. pushes his way inside yeah, and we see that if Scully wasn't there, he would have just he would walked have just inside. walked in that house. Yeah, and guess what would have happened to him? He would have been murdered by a booby trap, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's a, uh, this is a real gremlin. Then they see the scissors and blood, and they go in. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, yeah, when has this ever been an issue for Mulder? It's literally just because Scully's there. Yeah, it's the only reason. Um, yeah, my god. Uh, that's There's, more or less all I have for Mulder After Dark. Yeah, after it's it's another just that I have one last thing, and it's oh, okay. It's pretty much just listing off another weird joke that they make at an inappropriate time. Yeah, uh, it's after Barney has been decapitated. Um, they've lured the brothers outside. They're inside the house looking for who they assume is a hostage, and they kick open a door, and it's just a room full of old newspapers and magazines. And Mulder oh, looks yeah, at one and great. says, "Oh no." And holds Scully. it up to Scully with a big frown on his face, and it's Elvis dead at 42. Yeah. That's <laughs> terrific. I-, I thought that was a good gag. Uh, it's a good gag, but like... <laughs> think yeah. about where we are. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it never stops Mulder. No, he, does. Yeah, he was playing with a baseball in a child's Yeah, grave. he doesn't give a fuck. I think that's the overall Mulder after dark in this, which reflects Scully as well, mm-hmm. which is that they're, I would say, uncharacteristically nonchalant about this again i think it's the point of the episode but boy do they do they don't care about human lives in this episode they seem they're not shocked very by un- it. unaffected by it yeah yeah and again i think it's the point i think that's why this is a good standalone episode because it's it's not quite how Mulder and scully normally act 
but it's a great episode to introduce you to the series because of how much of sociopaths they are in this one. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's saying something, but it's just so fucking weird how little they care. Yeah, Mulder. It's all right with Mulder. It makes sense. It's Scully that's that's out of character. I would say. I think Scully would be legitimately upset about a husband and yeah. wife getting beaten to death in their bedroom. Yeah, and upset about the the child uh, yeah. base who essentially drowns on in dirt. It, yeah. it, 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 it aspirates dirt and dies. Yeah. It's fucked up. This episode's fucked up. Uh it's terrific though. Terrific episode. Yeah, it's uh extremely memorable. It's one of the most notorious yeah. episodes of the X-Files. Um that's why we're covering it. It's not it's not high up there for Mulder, I think. Not especially. Um no. he is a weird fucking goblin in this, but that's just his baseline. Yeah, that's it, yeah, that's his baseline for sure. That's <laughs> um, how he well, operates. Let's get at into a, fireball at a offenses. constant at a constant humming goblin. Yeah. It's just a real real even keel goblin race. So let's talk about fireball offenses. Uh they have no jurisdiction. Uh nope. And no evidence. No evidence. <laughs> she literally says, we're only assuming we can't prove anything. Yeah. They then uh, proceed to kill two of them, which I guess is self-defense. They're being uh, attacked, yeah. And at that but point... But they did th- break that, into their house. Well, uh, after after they killed a deputy trying to serve a warrant. Oh, that's true. You're right. And uh, they are almost... I don't know what they had, what evidence they had. Like, he, they found wood shavings at the sheriff's house and, like tire track indentations mm-hmm. still doesn't they didn't prove have that they're the murderers but hence the warrant yeah i, I don't know it, um, they, had, they had served warrants already so oh, okay. it's like yeah that's they the the sheriff issued warrants that day which is why they go kill him yeah it's as by the book as it can be i guess um yeah it just, i would say it's just bad it's bad it's law bad, enforcement it's just bad police work honestly <laughs> yeah because they should have called in backup yeah, they should have um, called the state police <laughs> certainly more than just the three of us yeah two two of us don't have any reason to be here legally right. yeah it's uh and the other one is like this newbie cop who was mm-hmm. just he was just begging to be killed really yeah really rattled probably shouldn't be on active duty because his his friend and 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 longtime boss was just brutally murdered in his home alongside his wife and he's clearly shaken by it they should have had more control over the situation they should have recognized that yeah (laughs) yeah it's just bad police work it's not it's not a fireable offense yeah Uh, nothing they do is fireable i don't think it's just really really sloppy (laughs) yeah really sloppy um Oh, my All gosh. Right. Time to name the enabler, Tom. What do you think? I don't know. That's a tough one. I think Dead, they... Dead baby? I don't know. The, I don't the know. victim? I feel, uh, like, I feel like it's... Because I feel like it might be Scully in this one because she's the one that keeps insisting they should investigate when Mulder's resisting. Like He's like, well, we don't really have a reason to be here. Yeah, also, um, she's just as fucked up as Mulder in this right, one. It's, so. kind of, it's kind of like circular enabling. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're enabling the, each other. Right, although, I mean, obviously it's referring to who's enabling Mulder, um, this yeah, section. I'd say this isn't high up there, so there isn't much enabling. Not um, really. There's not, uh, apart from Scully never, well, she does give him a really fucking weird look when he says, um, oh, I forget, There's a, uh, it might be the, the when he asks her to smell the baseball. Oh, <laughs> yeah, one, again, one po- she should have, she should have really, him. Yeah. 
She should have punched him in the throat. Like, don't shove a baseball in someone's face that you found on, on a shallow baby grave. Yeah. Just we don't, don't know, do that. We don't know how many babies are buried here, Malter. You don't know <laughs> how the baby lot. died. Yeah, we still don't know. We don't know if it's a contagion. We know right. nothing. Right, yeah. The baby is... Uh, all they know is the baby was fucked up looking. Yeah, the baby could be patient zero and you're fucking shoving a baseball in my face. What are you doing? Yeah. That's, that, that scene is fucking wild. Stop it, Mulder. Yeah. You absolute garbage man. <laughs> fucking making poses. Like, hey, Scully, check me out. Scully, I like baseball. Look at, I look, I know how to throw several different pitches, Scully. I used to play baseball on the vineyard. On the vi- pickup games on the vineyard. Jesus Christ, Mulder. You know every single kid he played with had like re- their own really expensive qu- equipment. Oh, yeah. Like, every kid had their own uniform. It's, like, embroidered and shit. Oh, 100%. Because <laughs> it's on Martha's fucking vineyard. Ugh, Mulder. You rich bastard. <laughs> Pick up games on the vineyard. It's perfect. You son of a bitch. Perfect. <laughs> oh, uh, man. All right. Um, well, let's get into Crazy Like a Fox, then. Yeah, this is the uh, section of the episode where we assign a numerical rating to Mulder's behavior from 1 to 10. 1 being, I don't know, he doesn't play with a baseball on a child's grave. And a 10 mm-hmm. being he juggles and does a tight 10-minute stand-up act on a baby's grave. Yeah. Um, like a whole, a whole ass magic. He holds like a birthday party. Yes, he invites other children to come see the baby grave. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. See, he, he turns it into a cookout and invites the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this is only like a three, maybe a two. It's pretty low, honestly. His behavior it, on that baby grave is something else. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't endanger anyone. He doesn't endanger himself. Mm-mm. What do you think? I think maybe a two. Okay. It's a shame for our free episode. Maybe a three. Maybe a three. Okay, I'll take a three. Just because of it, like, the, just he's such a fucking reptile in this episode. He really is. The, the like, asking Scully about, like, birth defects birth in her family. Defects, yeah, and then... He's, he's like a fucking alien. And then he quotes that nature special he was watching the night before after a man gets horribly dismembered. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah, yeah, no, that's... That's some fucked up behavior. Playing with a baseball on a baby's grave. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking maniac. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so, Tom, we have some unfinished business. Do we? Well, last week, and uh, uh, people listening to this who aren't a member of the Patreon wouldn't know, but our, our last episode for Heronvolk, uh, we, we decided that it was a number eight this is the episode where Mulder pours gasoline all over himself and goes, ah, my eyes, <laughs> immediately after doing it. Immediately blinds himself while he's being chased by an alien Superman. Yeah, and um, we voted an eight, and we said, hey, if people uh, think differently, leave a comment. So I'm going to tally up the comments. Okay. Um, we have first three comments are for a nine. All right. Next one is for a 10, which I do not believe. I'm not going to go for a 10. Uh, and the final one is uh, an 8. 
So we have one eight, one ten, and three nines. Now we don't have to listen to these people. That's true. But it does seem like people are saying it's a nine. What okay. do you think? I think we can officially bring it up to a nine. Bring it up to a nine. Yeah, let's retroactively increase last week's episode to a nine. To nine. The episode where again, Mulder pours gasoline all over his body. Directly into his eyes. <laughs> yeah. It and is, says, oh, my, oh eyes. my eyes. I can't see. It's like, he, okay, I, I, sorry, I have to revisit this because he is their only hope. He is the adult. He is with, at the time, he is with an old man and a little girl, and they're being hunted by an alien bounty hunter. And Mulder has the gun. He's the FBI agent, and he's like, follow me. Mm-hmm. And then he picks up his thing of gasoline, pours it all over his head, and goes, Ah, I can't see! <laughs> My eyes! It would have been hilarious if the next scene was just them driving him to the hospital. Yeah. And he's in the backseat like, Ah, drive faster! Drive faster! <laughs> God, it burns! It Scully, burns! It burns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. what an asshole. <laughs> A master class on being completely irresponsible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's had, I, I think that's something to note with this episode with Home, is he's had quite a week before this, too. That's true, yeah. He just dealt with that. His mother was just in the hospital, and here he is casually playing baseball over a baby grave. Mulder, you fucking maniac. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts for the episode? No, I think I'm okay. good. Well, folks, uh, this is free. But it normally isn't. This is normally a Patreon-exclusive podcast, and you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. Along with this podcast, we have another exclusive podcast called Tom and Jeff Watch Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, go check it out if you haven't. We're going to do a special two-part uh, anniversary episode of Tom and Jeff Watch Batman because we just re- hit two years, I think. Yeah, you going to reveal week. it? Um, no, you guys will have to see, but the first part will be free. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's going to be a fun one. Well, it'll be a fun one to listen to. I don't know if it's going to be such a fun one to make, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> your, your pain mm-hmm. is our pleasure, Tom. Yeah, man. Yeah. We eat it. Mm-hmm. Um, num, we also num, have num, a num, store, tpublic.com slash stores slash Gamefully Unemployed, where you can get t-shirts, stickers, mugs, posters, whatever, anything. Yep. Anything at all. Lawnmowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We totally have, yeah, we have lawnmowers. Pool noodles. Cars. A dog. <laughs> yeah, dog. Yeah, dog with a gamefully unemployed tattooed on the side of it. Uh-huh. Not not cool. Not cool of us to tattoo that dog. Oh, we didn't tattoo the dog. True. Yeah, the T Public did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those fucking monsters. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that's a sewed. All right. Take enjoy, it easy, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your, your holiday weekend, folks. Yeah. Con- yeah. Congratulations. Assuming you're in the United States. <laughs> yeah. Happy Happy Mulder Day. Happy Mulder Day. Mulder Day is an international holiday. It is. Happy Mulder Day to all. To, to you and yours. Artwork for Fox Mulder is a Maniac is produced by Starlene Hodge. Follow her on Twitter at StarleneX, that's Starlene with an X, or check out her delightful webcomic at rubywhipple.com.